Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Agony Uncles. I'm Uncle Sam. And I'm your Uncle Dave. Look at that, we've reached episode 50 of The Agony Uncles. Yes, it's our 50th and we're so pleased you continue to listen and to support us and the podcast in your thousands. Because you know how things are. Life's fine and dandy one minute and then suddenly something comes along that makes you think... Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, look at him. He's all happy Hector. It's our golden anniversary, and there he is bringing us down. (laughs) I'm just saying. There are no problems, Simon, only solutions. Oh, okay. Aye, aye, and that's where we come in. Oh, is it? Yes. (laughs) We've seen it all on our many travels, on the highways and byways of life, and that's why we want to help you with your problems. And have a bit of a laugh, like. God and predicaments <laughs> on this, the Agony Uncles podcast. <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, helping helping us with yours, ours, everybody's troubles and woes, uh, this week is, of course, it is the thin white duke himself, Mr Jeeves. Hello, lovely to see you. And, um, well, for, for everyone listening, uh, as I've mentioned before, sometimes we're in all different places, all over the place. So uh, we're in a sort of rather eclectic mix of places. I'm in New Zealand. Uh, Poshtash is wherever you are in Poshtash land, but Si and Dave are together, sat next to each other, having had a curry last night. Is it a, is it an interesting whiff in there? No, 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 it's very good. Our our lower appendages are doing really quite well. Yeah, we just had had a pint, one glass of red, one pint, and uh, a bit of a curry. It was a beef madras. well, Beef madras. Oh, it was a Carolyn fish curry. Oh yeah, that was nice. Uh, chicken jalfrezi. That was even nicer. Uh, a beef korma. Oh, that was good. And, and pilau rice and a few naans. Nice. Well, well if you get yeah. if you get a look on the Harry Bikers Facebook, you'll see a picture of the pair of you with uh, a pint each. So I hope you had a nice pint as well. But uh, yeah, busy time. Uh, happy anniversary, fiftieth. Yes, our golden wedding. Big golden anniversary. Look at you. Look at you. Oh, it's so sweet. And lots oh. of lots of lovely issues for you to get your teeth into in this week's episode. Oh, smashing. Oh, but the best bit here she is, the oh. queen of the quibble, the princess of problems. It's posh tash. Oh, look at the wiggle. Oh, she's just mm. gorgeous, isn't she? Gorgeous. I'd marry her if, oh. she, if she wasn't married, would you? Oh, I'd say, who wouldn't? Well, because they're true, yeah. Oh. Line up, line up. There's a very long queue. <laughs> just, uh, just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, to run away. That'd be it. <laughs> When's the next bus out of here? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for all problems. Oh, good. You look all, like, perky and neat. I did actually also have a couple of glasses of red wine last night, so I shouldn't feel as perky as I do. Uh, oh, wow. I had a chicken burger, not a decent curry, sorry. A chicken burger? Yeah, what? quite a good one, though. Do you know where I had it? I had it at the pub, which is your br- the br- Big Smoke Brewery, where your lovely craft beer was on tap. Yes. Oh, yes. So. Yeah, they do nice food there, don't they? Do. they? Very nice. Nice Very beer, nice. too. Mm. Oh, yeah. good, down in Isha. Yeah, exactly. Nice. Oh, sorry. 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 Up in Burton on Trent was a curry. Yes, curry and curry, curry and farting. We're men and men and 
curries are curries. It wasn't actually, was it? It wasn't at all. No, no. it was really good. No. Do you know it what? Was... Before we get into anyone else's problems, I went to a surprise 50th at a very nice uh, restaurant, which is a, a, a one layer bar, one layer of restaurant, and one uh, one layer floor, I should say, not layer, a uh, floor, a, a nightclub. And we had this surprise party. And I didn't know many people, I just knew a couple of people there, but we're all trying to get to know each other before the surprise guest came. Somebody made the most horrific smell in this very small bar. And you know when you don't mm. know any, enough people, but my God, was it horrific. And I'm telling you, no woman would have done that in a bar. So I spent my time talking to these people for the next half an hour going, there's four of you I'm talking to and one of you did it. Like, but everyone denied it. No one said anything, but you could tell we, we, all, we all nearly had to open a window. It was horrific. I thought it was very bad form. Poshtash does not approve that kind of behaviour. No, no, oh, it's not. No. That's wrong. Not in a confined space. Outrageous. I mean, it's all right when you've got a bit of a draft on, but no. Yeah. Don't know anybody and you're all dressed up. No, for it's like that. no oh. that's horrible. It's horrible. horrible. I was outraged. Um, years ago, years ago when I was at art school at Goldsmiths, there was, um, I was very forward thinking and it was in the late 70s and, um, and there it was and I joined, one of the seminars I joined up for was Women in Art. And it was women with an eye, you know. So anyway, oh. <laughs> I, I went I went to this seminar and I was the only bloke. And, you know, I thought, well, and, and the, you know, to be fair enough, they looked at me as though I shouldn't be there. But I was interested. It was women in art, art's art, isn't it? I, and yeah. um, it was so funny because there was somebody in that seminar who also kept, you know, dropping the potatoes. <laughs> and what was so funny is they assumed, because I'm a bloke, that it was me. <gasps> it was you. Yeah, but it wasn't me. And at one point I just went, ladies, I said, it is not me that keeps farting, so you can stop looking at me. And, um, and it was so funny, you know, it was like this outrage. I thought, no, it wasn't me. It was assumption mm. that, that was bad, prejudice. My husband said it smelt female after we discussed it after, but it smelt female. And I said, no woman, no woman emits smells like that. We smell, as I've discussed before, we smell of roses. On that point. Yeah, so that, I'm not saying another <laughs> word, me. I'm saying nothing at all. <laughs> Listen, what we need to do yeah, is get your jingle finger going, Mayus. Go on. Bing, 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 bing. Oh, that was a 50th anniversary finger. I like that. <laughs> Did you see that? He used two. Yeah, <laughs> Hello, hairy bikers. Here is my request. I have got a problem that I must get off my chest. Won't you listen to my story like a hairy Jack and Ori? Because I heard your advice is the best. In this week's half-century episode of the Agony Uncles, Uncle Si, Uncle Dave and Posh Tash, you will pontificate over these problems and pickles. We have... A sweet crush. We have a dieting disaster, part two. We have the dishwasher divorce, and in confidential corner, the big money mistake. But we're going to start off with this. A sweet crush, which comes from Ian, who's in rugby in the UK. Dear Uncle Si and Uncle Dave, as a long-time fan, I've often noticed your baking recipes call for grinding sugar cubes. I naively thought the result would just be granulated sugar. Now, with all your experience, you'll be able to put me right very quickly, I'm sure. Please tell me, why do you use cubes and not granulated sugar? Over to you. News to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> ah. No, actually, there is one. That you yeah, it's, it, it, it's for toppings. Oh, yes. Yes, it, it's for the topping. Um, that's all. And it's just me. Well, you can use granulated sugar if you want. 
but or Demerara or Demerara or anything like that, you know. But um, for the toppings, it, yeah. that it's just a firmer, harder sugar. So they dry it during the process of making the cube. They, they, they dry the sugar a little bit more until it just starts to stick together. Hence the cube. So when you actually grind your sugar cubes in a pestle and mortar, it's just a crispier finish to the top of your cake but it is only for a purpose it's not as an everyday rule no because you know we don't run around say i'm going to bake a cake and look for sugar cubes to grind them down <laughs> no. it's for a crunchy topping really it is, isn't david it? yes and it caramelizes well mm. does it, it yeah that sounds very fancy to me stick your fingers in the sugar pot and sprinkle any old sugar and it'll be crunchy won't it no no it'd be average it'd be average oh. No, if you're asking, if you're looking for, listen, we've just told you, will you pay attention? No, I was We're just away asking for, you know, for, like, you know, you're asking for extra crunch. Very good answer, actually, I have yeah. to say. But you then know, I kind of go, yeah. Mm. Mm. yeah, but it's funny how posh oh. people are funny with food. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I remember once I, I got asked, asked to cook for a, a, a dinner party, and um, they were posh Edinburgh folk, you know, oh. who were more English than oh, Scottish, Scottish, really. Yeah. Although they claimed ancestry back to. You know, William the Fourth, William, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever, yeah, Andy Stewart, the lot, Andy and uh, <laughs> uh, blow me down. I said, you know, when it came to it, they were all eating nursery food because it's what they were used to at school. Yes. Who knew? New yeah. garlic. Who knew? Good <laughs> Lord, knew. No. And they, they were so British and. Um, Conservative. Boring. boring. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, oh no, mustard. Yeah. No, no, no. They'd all been brought up by nanny eating gruel. Oh, and, I see. you know, it was, yeah. well, you, know, it was you know, certainly in Barrowing Furnace, at least we had, you know, the odd Asian takeaway that we could imbibe on and enjoy since a youth. These people were deprived these posh folk at the public school. Are also deprived of rickets, though, because of their wealth and privilege. Oh. Yes. 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 Lots of, yeah, lots of lemons. Yeah, mm. yeah, which actually, which, yeah, which is exactly right, Tash, because that was mostly their 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 facial expressions. Mm. <laughs> Sucking a lemon, you know something I mean? like that. <laughs> well, I, I went once actually. Uh, I got persuaded to by a friend of a friend to go and do a cookery lesson at Eton. It was oh, wow. it was one one of the houses, and it was just to provide some of their young gentlemen. Um, with a recipe for like a three-course meal that they could cook to impress yeah. so that they would leave. They were about to leave Eton and go into the wide world. And I, I kind of had my northern chip, as it were. Not that I was cooking chips. In fact, I was doing king prawn pakoras, the, the lamb adobe, yeah. old recipe. And, um, and to be fair, they were great. The lads were great. They were engaged in it. It was fine. But it was quite funny. When we went to eat what we cooked in the house, you know, the house dining yeah. room, and I did notice there were Gainsboroughs on the wall, yeah. like real ones. <laughs> yeah. that, that, was, that, was a, that was a difference to Cambridge Street Juniors, do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know that no eating kids allowed to come out and just go to university and have a tin of baked beans and a pot noodle. That's just not allowed. You know? No, but there will be six Eton boys who are quite capable of cooking king prawn pakora and that. a Patagonian lamb adobe. <laughs> I think one of them's around the country, isn't they? Uh. <laughs> no, 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 no. The, the granulated sugar cube it was it was a very clever process for getting the crunch that you should have. Would it work on a brulee? Do you think? Mr. Oh, King? definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would work on a brulee, yeah. I always think of the sugar cubes. It used to be the treat when you used to go out and the restaurants when I was little, and there'd be a bowl of sugar cubes, and you used to say to your mum, "Can I have a sugar cube?" It's like feeding a little horse. <laughs> I've always. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always May I have a sugar cube, cube mummy, before I go to the gym car now? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
I'll tell you what, look at those teeth. You don't get teeth like that. No, you don't. Look at that man. Look at the There's 45 grand in them teeth. Yeah, those teeth. The mint fortune, Tash. I went to a comedy night back at the beginning of January and the in an audience of, what, 200? And the comedian also picked up on my teeth from the middle of the audience. Wow. And I just, I honestly, just my teeth. But I've now got a complex about I've got some... Giant set of gnashes like a horse. No, yeah, no, no, no. You got beautiful teeth. You've got beautiful yeah, champers. Yes, the teeth that we could aspire to. Look, indeed, mm. exactly. Yeah. Well, they have. Che- look at those. My God, if anyone's on this podcast, would see that lot. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that's the knackers yard. I'm in the <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, we didn't eat sugar cubes. No, no, we didn't. Yes, no, whereas I did. I like the crystallized sugar on the end of the stick. I used to chew on that too. Oh, God, nobody had that. Oh, other no, than, I mean, no. what? Crystallised sugar on the end of a stick yeah, for your coffee. So you just yeah. went to say it wasn't too much or too little, and it certainly wasn't a spoon. Suck it like a lollipop. Well, we had a banana. We had rhubarb and a bag of sugar. Yes. (laughs) Just to really get it into your teeth. Anyway. Well, I think we've sold that one. And thank you very much. Uh, Yes, so there you go, Ian. It's all about the crunch. That's the reason why. But you don't have to do it on everything. No, no, don't do it. And particularly not in your Yorkshire puddings, because that would be wrong. Food makes makes everything better. Okay, it's time for our next problem. It's called a dieting disaster. And actually, it, um, this is part two. It refers back to episode 46, for those who wants to uh, go and have a listen to dieting disaster part one. But we do need one male name for this. And uh, I'm going to ask our uh, best set of teeth, Tash. I'm going to say Dennis, because Dennis and, was it Dennis the Menace and Nasha? And I'm Dennis thinking and Nasha. Nasha and my Nashes. Ah, uh, so uh, you see, Dennis. I see how your brain works there. Yeah, which is a worry. Yeah, I know. Remember, Dennis, because first of all, um, uh, uh, this is in two parts. I've got a, a, an email to read you first, and then we're going to hear from Dennis. The email comes from a lady called Anna, who's in Minnesota, and who says, Hello to my favourite Brits, Uncle Cy, Uncle Dave, Posh Tash, and the Duke. The Duke. Oh, the Duke. The Duke. Yeah. I like that. Oh, I could be Daisy. Daisy Duke as well. You could be Daisy Duke. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I appear to see that. Yeah, yeah, yes. I definitely, definitely. I found your shows on Netflix and Amazon Prime, and now I'm buying up all your DVDs I can get for shows that aren't available in the US. Ooh, nice. I love your programs, and I've introduced everyone I know to them. Your programs are like hanging out with friends. I didn't expect to write into this, but when I listened to the episode with The Dieting Disaster and Nick... I felt all of his trepidation and I had to send him a message. It's very intimidating to make huge changes in any aspect of your life. And if you remember, Nick was having real trouble getting onto the diet uh, wagon. Uh, In the US and the UK especially, says Anna, there's a stigma attached to being fat and we're given such unattainable ideals in our media and magazines. I have to say, making changes to your diet are the worst. And that's what I absolutely loved about the Hairy Dieter series. You acknowledged and dismissed those attitudes. You both acknowledged you weren't going to give up your favourite stuff. You just might have to have them less often and in smaller portions. And I really identified with the young woman on the series who lost 12 stone Mm. as I'm in the same boat. What she said really stuck with me. I only have to be good 80% of the time. I've gone up and down like you folks in the TV programme, but I've kept £25 off for an entire year. Uh, It's not a quick weight loss, and I still have a long way to go, but I'm trying to eat now like I would eat once all the weight is off. Uh, I'll have the habits I need to keep the weight from coming back on, and I'd like to thank you for that. So that came from Anna in Minnesota, which I thought was lovely. That's mm-hmm. lovely. 
it related to a problem that we had from Dennis, who's written in and said, I found your advice to Nick in episode 46 very inspirational. I too have been fighting weight issues for 35 years and I do find your books very helpful. I'm a yo-yoer. While I can have a few good weeks or even months, I can't stick at it, which is why I really want to try one of the dieting clubs that you suggested, a support group to help me every week. The reason I'm reluctant is that back in the 1990s, says Dennis, I joined a local group and the lady in charge was really not very nice. It was a bit like going back to school. If you'd had a good week, she'd be all over you, but if not, she'd be really horrible in front of everyone. And one time she told me that I'm one of those people who can't be helped. I should just resign myself to being fat, single, and useless. What? Outrageous. What? Fat, single, and useless? She, wow. I really should resign myself to being fat, single, and useless, she said. She, was, she said that she was like that woman Marjorie in Little Britain. Marjorie does. This means I'm really nervous about joining another one, but after your advice, I'm thinking about it again, and a few friends have recommended one locally. My question is this. How do I get up the courage to walk through that door? I'm 49 years old, I'm 5 foot 10, I'm 20 stone. I have zero confidence. But I know that you boys have faced many challenges, so any advice you can give would be very helpful. Thanks a million, and that's from Dennis. Over to you. I'll tell you what I'll do when I'm, uh, and this is a bit of a secret, I'll go and stand in front of a mirror. If I'm frightened of anything, I'll go and stand in front of a mirror and go, and you just have to ask yourself why. Just that, just why, why, why? Because you know if you do it, it's going to be of benefit. So why? And you just play that game with yourself. Um, and then, uh, yeah, just just steal yourself and just look yourself in the look yourself in the eye in the mirror and go, why am I scared? Just go and do it. You know it's going to help. No, so they always remember if you if you're first with somebody who's going to be rude to you, you're in that situation where you're equally fine to tell say what you think, and just say, yeah. look, I think you're being really rude to me, offensive. And it's not acceptable. Mm. And you have that power as well. You're you're equally in control as the person who's leading the group is. And oh, obviously, that the, the the one the person who said that to you the first time isn't very good at that job. No, absolutely not. Uh, hasn't got a clue how to relate to people who need yeah. help. But there again, if you go to somewhere that has been recommended, exactly, then that's a very good sign. There has to be an empathy with it. Yeah, definitely. I also think you can be so scared of something and often you get so wound up about it and in reality it's never, ever as bad. It as never is. Ever. And you walk in the door and actually I think with all these things, anyone wanting to start something new, you, you're going to open your door to possibly new friends, people in the same place as you, you know, mm -hmm. a, a support network again. And I'd be very surprised if you ever came across someone as horrific as that last lady again in that environment. There can't be Absolutely too many people does. working in that world who want to say such horrible things. So she needs to put that to the back of her mind and, and actually go in and go, this could be the start of something new. And maybe it's about not thinking about the, the weight loss and going and going, who might I meet? You know, might I meet my best friend? Might I meet someone I'm going to spend time with? Might I meet mm. a new eating habit that I might enjoy? Or, yeah, I see it as a positive going in there, not as a, a horrible black hole. And and, and that's very true. And, and look, it, it's easy to say. It, it, it is easy to say because all any time you evoke a change in your life, it is difficult. It's difficult. And if you but but you just... In in our experience, I think I'll speak for Dave as well. You just got to steal yourself for that, just mm. for that moment. It only takes a moment mm. to make a decision, and then do that. Do make that should make that process, and then go and do it. Yeah, just go and do it, because if you if you start to think about the three weeks beforehand, you're never going to get there. 
So the, the night before or the morning before, whenever it is, have two minutes with yourself, look at yourself and just, look, I can only tell you what works What what, what works for me. And I mean, to be fair, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I just think it was sort of, because it depends, you yeah. know, it just depends where, where you are, where your head is at the time. But you've just, it, it's always worth trying and it, it just so is worth it. Yeah, you just got to think, sod it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Mm. And I think as yeah. well is, you know, it, it's funny the pressures that are, you know, the, the pressures for vanity. You know, it's funny, I think for us, one of the turning points certainly was for me when we went to Newcastle University yeah. and they, they analysed our bodies and it was a bit of a wake-up call in terms of health. Mm. And, and actually, it, it, the, the yeah, vanity as well, you know, secondary being the fat blokes on the telly and some of the press can say some, you know, pretty bad things, but that was water off a duck's back, I believe, oh, yeah, largely, speaking, yeah, largely speaking. Yeah. But it was the health thing and actually they're, they're getting into the nicer clothes and whatever, the vanity side was a huge bonus. Um, but I think health has to come first, really, with that. And, and then everything else is a bonus, uh, really. And still self-esteem, because if, yeah. you, if you... And it's also this, 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 this thing about taking back a little bit of control, because the thing is that you feel like you're out of control, which, which, which knocks your confidence, it knocks your self-esteem, you feel like you don't want to, you don't look at yourself in the mirror because you see bits bits hanging off you that you don't want to be hanging off you you just and and it's and it's all of those things that 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 build into this ball of self-loathing that is just not it's not good for you it's not good for your physical health and it's not good for your mental health and it's just you know it, Change is always difficult. It's always difficult, but positive change is even more so because you're actually starting to step outside a bit of a comfort zone that you've built mm. for yourself that isn't healthy. And if you can just get over that and just break that little boundary, and it only takes a chink, a tiny chink in that in that circle to actually step over that boundary and go, I'm doing it, but I'm doing it for me. And I also believe you know, with families going around the world, that 90, 95% of people yeah. are really, really good and decent. Lovely. Yeah. But the only thing is, you only remember the, the, the person who's crappy mm -hmm. with you. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't, you don't remember that 95% of people have been really Always. nice. Yeah. So, you know, for every bad apple, there's a hell of a lot of good ones, you know. So don't be put off by just one bad experience. Go for I it. Also, I also think that I may be... Dennis done brilliantly by writing to us, already acknowledging it. Start, Dennis, started. Started. It started. And mm -hmm. then even if he walks through the door and stays only five minutes, he's done a he's step forward. Maybe next time he goes back in again and he sticks around and has another conversation. But if he's that scared of going in and spending an hour and having to be scared of someone saying something to him, maybe he just goes in and listens for a while. And every little tiny step forward to go into that meeting or going in and, you know, is, is a step forward. It doesn't have to be change overnight. Um, and that's the confidence. But I think he should write back to us and let us know when he's gone in. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Well, that I'd yeah. love that, yeah. We'll I always that. remember as well the young lady who'd lost 12 stone on that mm. series. And we ended up in a, we went to an aerobics class in Preston. <laughs> and, um, and it was so funny. There was such a strong community of people, but they put us to shame. Oh, God. You know, we, we went in there, the blokes who we thought we were fit. And um, I lasted about 10 minutes and that was it, really. And we oh, both no. had to bail out. Um, but this young lady who had turned herself around, by God, an hour later, still going like the Duracell bunny. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, and that, that was that was her payoff. Yeah. You know, yeah. but but she was 
She'd still, like you said, 80% of the time, 20%, she'd go out with her mates, have a good drink, have a pizza, whatever. Yeah. But then, you know, it Back was, on again, the exercise was cumulative. She found herself doing an hour aerobics and really enjoying it with mates. Mm. And um, and the whole, the whole thing was a cycle. So because of that, she could enjoy the... Yeah. The, the, the jollies at the weekend. Because it's her yeah. control, it's her choices, and it's working for her. And that's what you're actually aiming for. You're aiming for some, to just get a bit of self-control and a bit of um, uh, self-assurance that actually you, as an individual human being, you, in your head, in your body, can actually make that change. Yeah. And if somebody's rude and offensive, stick up for yourself. Yeah. doesn't matter. And they might think they're in power, but they're not. No, and you choose who you want to listen to. And you mm. may hear all sorts of things, but you need to learn to pick out the key information that makes you feel better, that not makes you feel worse. That's so true, Posh Tash. So there you go, Dennis. Uh, do let us know. We'd love to hear back from you when oh, yeah. you make that step. And we're all rooting for you. And to Anna in Minnesota, thank you very much for writing in. And uh, to everyone who listens to this podcast in America, actually, we've got, uh, we've got a good audience in the USA. So uh, it's lovely to hear from all of you. And we should say also there's a new uh, Harry Bikers healthy eating book coming out in May. That's another one for everyone to go to look at. Fantastic. Mm, yeah. Not long to wait for that. Brilliant stuff. In fact, we're shooting the cover tomorrow, which yes. is why we look so good. <laughs> That's what they think. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think I might, I might have to, you know, do something with me, eh? Oh, we'll be all right. We'll, we, we've got a groomer, haven't we? Have we? Yeah. Alice is coming up. Oh, hi, Alice. Alice. I yeah. love Alice. So for, for the last book, though, you had... Um, well, you have William Shakespeare and Kenny Rogers. Uh, so what, uh, yeah, what, yeah. what are we going for this time? We're going for George Clooney and Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. oh, In our I'm heads. In. I'm buying it. Yeah. Buying it, look. It's a seller. I'm glad. <laughs> Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If you've got problems, you'll be fine. Just drop the agony uncles a line. Time for our next problem. It's called the dishwasher divorce, and we need one male and one female name. Uncle Cy, a male name. Uncle Dave, a female name. Please. Peter and Belinda. Peter and Belinda. This is from Belinda, who says, I live with Peter. He's an intelligent, sensitive and sensible man. We rub along together very well indeed. We agree on many things and find pleasure in each other's company. He's kind. He's good in bed. In short, there's little to complain about. Little, that is, until it comes to loading the dishwasher. Unfortunately, I believe that the matter of loading the dishwasher will be the end of us, because he, frankly, loads it wrong every time. We need you two professional cooks to solve this once and for all. I say, because it is correct, that glasses and pots and pans go on the top tray and plates, bowls and cups go on the bottom. He says that whilst plates can go on the bottom, glasses and bowls must go on top, and worst still, Pots and pans shouldn't go in the dishwasher at all. As I regularly scream at him, what's the point of a dishwasher if you can't wash everything in it? So for the sake of our relationship, please help. What's the correct way to load the dishwasher? Asks Belinda. Over to you. I couldn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was sorry. 
I, I, I just, I just lob everything in, and then, and then, and then, if there's a gap that I can get a glass in, I'm there. I think Belinda, you're being a bit anal pet. That's all I'm saying. I just think that that's like whatever gets you through the night. If he's got all of those great things, and you want to divorce him over how he loads the dishwasher, get a life. <laughs> oh no, I'm very picky with the dishwasher. No, really? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, you see, I believe there's got to be logic. Now, obviously, dinner plates go downstairs yeah. because there isn't room upstairs for them. No. So, yes. and the pans, I believe, should be upside down on the, on the, the bottom shelf too. Bottom yes. shelf. And the, the, and the top shelf, you know, generally glasses. But actually, I found recently that I break a lot of glasses in the dishwasher. So if I have it on the same temperature for pans, it can sometimes shatter me crystal. Oh, that's never right. So, so what I do is I've actually bought a, a drainer that goes by my sink. So my glasses for drinking, drinking, I put on the, I just rinse and put on the drain. I don't put them yeah. in the dishwasher. I don't, I don't, I, that's fair actually. I don't tend, I, I tell you what I don't put in the dishwasher. I don't put me knives, I don't put wine glasses, but like tumblers and stuff that you drink. Oh yeah, goes, yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, I lob all those Top in. shelf. Top yeah. shelf. Yeah, because in, in my theory, all the muck goes down, doesn't it? So then, <laughs> But also the dishwasher, the spray comes up for the at the bottom. The thing's spinning round and the water gets sprayed up. So the only thing is about the pans going on the bottom is that you often have to turn them virtually sort of upside down, which means it restricts the spray going up to the glasses. Well, I do That's turn them upside down. Of course I turn no, them no, upside you've down. Got, you've got two. You've, you've got, got two, two whizzly bobs. You've got two whizzly bobs. Not just one on the bottom, is there? There's one on there's, the top. There's, if you have a look, Tash, you definitely have. I'm having a quick look. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I've just had I just had a new Bosch installed actually. Oh. A double whizzer. Yeah. I haven't got a one at the top and one at the bottom. Mine just whizzes at the bottom. Does oh. it? No, uh. I've only got one whiz. Maybe I've got something else going on on top. But I like Sai. I just couldn't give a flying anything about my dishwasher. It all goes Ooh. in, it all washes, it comes out, and I don't even mind if the knife and forks, we've got that top tray and you line them up. Sometimes I put a knife that way and a fork that way. No, no. It drives my husband mad. Well, <laughs> look at that, it's vitriolic. But you know, our old house, it does it. and it had nothing to do with me, it actually, the, the person must have been even more anal with dishwashers, because he had two dishwashers, and one was for glasses and one was for pans. Well, that's luxury, isn't it? Oh, my kitchen's not big enough to have two in. But I never used it like that. No. I just wait when one was full, I put the button on and then start filling the other one. Oh, <coughs> So we turned it on twice a week. Well, yeah. Ah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, things like that. There is a right way and a wrong way. Oh. Can I also have that discussion about whether you rinse the plates before you put them in? Depends how mucky. Yeah, yeah, it depends how mucky. Yeah. I mean, like, like I, I have, yeah, scrambled egg pans. Never had any success with them, so I, I don't. No, well, they sticks the bottom, doesn't it? The scrambled egg yeah. a bit. Not I if you buy a hairy biker's pan that's non-stick. It's fabulous. Yes, that yeah. is true. There'll be no stick there. No stick. One wipe and it's off. You see, clever. Um, but that whole thing about pots and pans in a dishwasher, though, you did say the other day on a podcast that you actually like your woks. You wouldn't shouldn't wash anyway. No. no. Uh, or yeah. cast iron. Not cast iron. No. no. What? Yeah, no. What? And if your dishwasher door doesn't open, you know, when it's to let all the steam out, uh -huh. you see, oh, yeah. what you can do, this is top hack this. My uh, my daughter-in-law told me this, but I said she was very disappointed uh, when I said my door opens to let the steam out. So what happens is, once you've finished your cycle, right, and your door doesn't open, what you do is you take a tea towel, you put your tea towel over the door and just leave it open slightly 
okay? Mm. And the tea towel absorbs all the steam and your glasses and your pans, pots oh. and pans, come out dry as well. Exactly. Oh, lovely. That's clever. Wow. Yeah. Top, top, top dishwasher nice. hack. That nice. Way. Great for washing motorcycle parts as well, aren't they, dishwashers? Yeah, they do. I, yes. Actually, yeah, mint. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I double, I double up, and I, I do, seriously, this is bad. I double up on, um, I double up on me dishwasher tablets though. If I'm washing like a part of a motorcycle, yeah, get the oil. Yeah, ecological disaster though. Oh, completely. I made a mistake once as well. I quite like my candles, and I like a nice glass candle. And sometimes you finish it all the way down, and I put, I put boiling water in to get the bottom last bit of wax out, but. I didn't, I just thought I'd stick it in the dishwasher, but of course it melted the wax and then sprayed it around the dishwasher. And I sort of oh. re-lined the glassware with splatters of wax, which I then had to scrape off for ages. So <laughs> don't put your candle glass pots in your dishwasher, it's a disaster. It sounds like a George Farmer record. Don't, don't put, put your candle in glass pots in the dishwasher. No. Well, if you're down, if you're down, down now don't get drunk. Don't get drunk. Just send an email, send an email to the agony uncles. It's time to head to Confidential Corner. And this is called The Big Money Mistake. Uh, we need another male name and another female name. So, uh, Uncle Dave, male name this time, please. And Uncle Cy, female. Freddy. Freddy. Felicity. This comes from Freddy, who says, Dear Agony Uncles, I've made a bit of a mistake and I don't know what to do. I've booked flights for me and my partner, Felicity, to go to India. It's been a dream of ours, and I love doing all the travel booking, so I found accommodation, flights, etc., and then spent all of our money booking it up. Except I've made a boo-boo, a big one. I meant to book flights for June 2023, but I, and I don't know how I did this, booked them for January 2023. I only realised this when I got an email in my spam folder from the airline saying, rate your flight. Also in my spam folder, I then found emails from them with checking in details, baggage allowances, etc. I phoned them, but as the flights have gone, I can't get a refund. I need to explain this to my partner, as that's a couple of grand blown, and I don't know how we're going to get to India now. I'm also aware that she already thinks I'm a bit impetuous and that I don't really check things before diving in, so this isn't really going to improve that situation either. Help, says Freddie. Over to you. It's so easily done. In the days of one click and that's it, you're knackered. Um, funny enough, Lil and I have both done it. Lil did it with flights to Italy and it was the same thing. She got the dates wrong. I did it with a hotel. Do you remember when I, it was, it was a really posh hotel in uh, Sorrento and it was a big treat for the summer and I was on set cooking with you and I had a phone call came up uh, saying, Mr. Myers, uh, what time are you arriving? And I'm going, next month. No, you're not. And I was like, oh, no. And I can remember I sweat blood. And in the end, the hotel, because I booked for four nights and it was really, really expensive. They agreed to meet me halfway. And you know, I accepted the fact I was an idiot. But I still lost, like, an, I lost half the money. And I had to explain that to Lil. But then she, she did the same thing with flights the year before. You know, it was kind of even, I, I did point out that it was even Stevens before she lifted. Um, but it didn't really have much effect, really. I was still in Egypt. But no. I remember that. I was, we were cooking in that. I do, I remember. That wood-fired yeah. oven going somewhere, somewhere in Spain. Yeah. And I thought, this man's telling me I'm in Italy and I should be there. Complete head scramble. It's did so easy done, go? though, isn't it? 
Do you still get there and Dave next month? Did you still get to go as well on top of it? No, I couldn't afford it. I ended up with a bed no. and breakfast. Yeah, went, but obviously I, can't, I wasn't going to the posh hotel. I'd blown that one. Hard, isn't it? Because there's two massive things. You've lost the money and you've lost the opportunity to go and have a trip of a lifetime. It's pretty, but I mean, we always say it, don't we? You've got to come clean, I think. You can't. You just got there, man, because he's just going to find out because she's not going. And unless he robs a bank, it, 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 there's nothing you can do. You're in the shit, dude. Yeah. And he's missed the flight, so he can't he's, even just go in January when the yeah. weather would probably no. be better, wouldn't it? And he's spam. How in God's name has he done that? Yeah. No, you're an idiot. <laughs> no, it's easy. He's not an idiot. No, was... no, it's easily done. Yeah. But, but, but he should have checked it, like, to be fair. Double-checked everything. It gives you the opportunity to double-check everything. Yeah. I, I had nothing on this major cost sale, but I did book something at the Christmas period for my little son to go and do as an activity over the Christmas period. And I, I booked something and thought, brilliant, amazing. And then he actually was quite ill, so couldn't go. But they sent me a message saying that I hadn't turned up, but I'd actually booked the wrong date. But I, I spun it quite well and blamed it on them <laughs> and got away with it and got my refund. Somehow, I can't remember how I'd gone, they sort of said, you've missed it. And I said, oh, no, actually, I booked this date and your booking site was outrageous. And I clicked this and, and I, I bit naughtily, I span it and... Yeah, I got my refund, even though... That, my that is why you're our manager. Yes, that's why. <laughs> yes, yes. Perhaps Freddie well. should give you a call, Tash. Perhaps you can... Yes, yes. no, you definitely. Know. Get on to I the remember airline. Jane booked this very, very expensive... My ex-wife booked this very expensive for, for uh, the, the, the family. And there was lots of, like, add-ons that were coming to... <laughs> and she booked it for... Uh, she said, oh, no, it's going to be great, you know, just before Easter and stuff, and you're off. And, da -da -da -da. and I said, all right, great. And it was this very nice um, kind of house hire thing. If you think about Airbnb on steroids, it was like, <clears> it was great. Nice. Anyway, she comes to go, and she said, "I haven't had any confirmation or anything like that." And I said, "Give us a look at the booking," and she'd booked it for um, for actually. And I mean, bear in mind, this was like several several years ago now. She'd booked it for um, uh, a twenty twenty one, and it happened to be two thousand and nineteen. <laughs> Something to look forward to. I mean, it's like 2019 and 2021 don't even look similar. I would get it if it was 2018 and you'd booked it. Like, oh, what? How oh, have you dear. done this? She was absolutely mortified. And and obviously, I mean, we're, we're good mates. I, I, I still never let her forget it. I can't remember when you booked that house. What was it called? Greystokes. Can you remember that? I only ever remember it because it was the same neighbours where Tarzan lived. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes I'm the kind of person that when I'm booking, you get over paranoid or you're doing an email and you sort of over, you're looking at, I won't send it. I, you can't send an email for about 10 minutes because you just got to check all the right recipients are on it or no one's wrong on it. Or I mean, surely everyone sent an email to the wrong person before at some point as well. You're writing something and you realise you've accidentally CC'd somebody in and or it's about them. I don't know, I think it's very easy. So now I'm paranoid with those things. I, I, I double check, I, I double check and I, and I keep going and I'm going. Pluck up the courage to hit the send button or the book button or whatever it is. <laughs> Do you remember that time we, we were, <clears throat> we used to stay when we were at the BBC at the K West, a hotel in Shepherd's Bush, quite a funky hotel. Yeah, I know. And, and we, were, we, were, we, were, we were paying for ourselves. Mm. And so I went online <clears throat> and I booked it and the K West sends for the Kensington something. And I just thought, God, it's a cracking deal. You know, it was like half the price. Oh, I remember that. And so I said, no, King, you leave it to me, it's fine. And I said, I've got it for this. How about that, eh? Hey, you know. Anyway, we went to reception. Um, no, there's no booking. Oh, I've got my paper here. No, sir. 
You're at a bed and breakfast that's like four streets down. <laughs> oh, it was a feral. Oh, it was feral. Bit. Oh, no, it was oh, horrible. God. Uh, the Kensington crap house. <laughs> oh, it was really bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind, though. The beds were clean. That's about it, really. No, was it? Um, yeah, no. Well, I thought we'd hang out with the glitterati and say we're hanging out with the infestation. <laughs> yeah, it was infestation. I've got, yeah, no, I, 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 listen, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I don't feel like I've been particularly helpful on this one. I, I, I think, as we always say, you just got to tell her. Stick your hands up. And stick your hands up. And stick your yeah, because, I, yeah, cause, I mean, that's a lot of money, but you are a bit of a donkey. That is a lot of money, though, isn't it? It is. I mean, yeah, I, w- I would, I would admit personally, I would have double checked that if it was a case of thousands of pounds. Yeah, man, because and I, I, I knew he got himself overexcited. He got himself in the mindset of just doing it and getting it right, and just, yeah. uh, he hasn't double checked it, which he has a reputation for. Which uh, either way, you're never going to get away with that, particularly yeah. with 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 your partner. Well, if I do something like that, I get Lil to check it, mm. so that if something does go wrong, it's mutual. Acceptance of responsibility. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, my other best mate is Nikki, and I get her to check it, oh, and she'll go, "Yeah, yeah." Ninety-nine percent of the time, I'm, I, I've done it right, but it's that one percent that's the issue. It's annoying. It's funny you do on Booking.com or places like that, and you set the date and the time or the number of kids. Yeah. You want, and sometimes yeah. they default back again, and you have to keep putting it back in. Oh yeah, it's so yeah. irritating yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's frustrating, yeah. and that could be. You could, he could turn the story maybe into. I think something happened, and it flipped from Je- the J January June. You know. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you, yeah. Oh, sure. yeah. yeah, but when you start all that, no, it's, it's just, just a web of deceit and lies, yeah, and yeah, just uh, like it gets more complicated. No, you've screwed just, it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just gonna have to do more overtime and make up for it. Yeah, and then well, you know, so you know, obviously now you can't afford a holiday, so you'd be going. Southport's really nice in yeah, it's lovely <laughs> summer. Like you know, restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna have a curry in Southport. <laughs> Oh, God. If, if your, your life's, life's in a mess, mess then the email address is theagonyuncles at theherrybikes.co.uk. Yeah. Well, after all that problem solving, we're quite worn out. It's time to say goodbye. So thanks very much for writing in and sending in your troubles, because without it, we haven't got a podcast, which is always very handy. So thank you for doing that. Um, we do love hearing from you, and we really do read every single message you send us on social media so thank you for that we appreciate all your messages now remember if you haven't already done two yet email us it's agonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk agonyuncles at theherrybikers.co.uk then make sure you follow or subscribe so you don't miss out the new ones when they come out you wouldn't want to do that now would you yeah no you wouldn't so um, until next week it's goodbye from Tash. Hi. And the thin white duke. Goodbye. And from us. Goodbye. Goodbye.